Let's go to Matthew 7. Let's go to verse 11. So when we read about Christ, most of the things he says are all encompassing and do with truth. But they deal with how to save ourselves. That's why, you know, whether it's to have true humility, to worship the Lord in spirit and truth, to renew our minds, to understand that he's the water that we need to be baptized in, which is the word, and also him as the Holy Spirit washing and cleansing our minds. So... It's because the water that Christ has is a cleansing that is not just like regular water that's outward. That's why when we read the scriptures, we start to understand why we don't follow uh, water baptism doctrines or to have true understanding so we don't stumble at the word and that we rightly divide the word of truth. Um, but Speaking of that, let's let's get into a couple of precepts and then we'll pause. Uh, this is Matthew 7 and verse 11. And it says, if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask? So whether it's asking the Lord for wisdom to deal with our problems and trials, whether it's to ask him for mercy, or to ask him for the Holy Spirit, which gives us not only the wisdom to understand the scriptures, or wisdom and understanding from the scriptures and knowledge, but we how to apply the scriptures, how to do the law, you know, how to have faith in Christ, to add to our faith, to make us fruitful. You know, there's so many things that just by reading scriptures just gives us overall understanding of what to pray for. So by reading the scriptures and getting an understanding of what to pray for, then we start to see that, man, you know, whoever prayed to the Lord, even other nations, you know, they, they did all right. The Lord had mercy on them, whether it was, um, what was her name, from, uh, from Jericho, um, Rahab, um, you know, her and her house. And she was a prostitute, so she was not only of another nation, but she was basically the garbage of the other nations, you know, a prostitute from another nation. And here you had many Israel didn't get the blessings that she got. Many actual Israelites of Levi or Judah, or whatever tribe you, you want to call out, um, most of them died in the wilderness. And here a prostitute who was sanctioned for destruction, her and her people, the Lord, she called on the Lord rather than remain in her false gods and in her sins. And the most I had mercy on not only her, but her house. So it shows us the importance of praying to the most high, that the prayer of a, a righteous person avails much. Even to the point where a woman of another nation, Rahab, got blessings because the most high is not only a man of his word, but he's merciful. Yeah, they, it wasn't, like destruction wasn't three years away or we don't know when it's going to come. Destruction, the Lord had raised up the children of Israel and given us the ability to defeat the 
this fault. And she was on the side of the losers. She was on the side of the wicked. And she repented. When literally they, the Israelites were there to kill her and her people utterly. And righteous judgment for the Most High. The Most High's armies at her door. And you're not going to win that battle. And the Most High, what? She, she asked for mercy. She looked out for Israel. She understood what was happening. She understood that her people's reign was over and that the Lord is going to keep his word like it's been rumored or what she can see. Well, that God that destroyed Egypt, most powerful nations on the earth, is now at our footsteps and uh, we our doorstep. We, we ain't going to be able to beat these guys. You know what? She, she, she repented. So, we have to, when we read the Bible, we should be gaining understanding, should be growing, should be seeing the Lord's word for what it really is. It says, therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. So if we want to be following the Lord and we don't know how or everything is confusing, do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. Be considerate. Apply the commandments, be honest and true, be diligent because the more you serve the Lord, the better part of the better member of the body you're going to be. Verse 13 Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. So the straight gate means the very narrow, very like, very difficult very hard unbearably hard like straight is like you you you're in a situation that's very difficult yet christ said choose that way to go i'm the way the truth and the life follow me the hardships i had in the world the ways everything i share and teach you do that follow me because the wide gate that's broad and leads to destruction, there are many that go in that way. Like the Lord said, everything that we see is temporal. Skyscrapers, all these things that we see in this wicked world, the white man ruling, um, our people hating one another, affliction, women trying to be men, men trying to be women, all types of madness that we see is coming to an end. Not that it's going to keep going. No, the world couldn't sustain this level of wickedness anyway. And it's not going to. The Lord isn't going to allow it. But right now, that's a hard decision because that's something that the Lord has said. We have to have faith in the word and see the reality of the word. And follow it, which is difficult, which is the straight gate. It says, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth on to life. And few there be that find it. So because it's hard to follow the Lord truly, few find this way, which is truly Christ, but that's the way we have to go. That's how what we have to abide. And we have to see, look at how everyone, this is the Bible, this is the truth. Everyone wants to talk about God and be God fair and stuff, but when we actually open up the Bible and let the Lord speak. People don't want that. And it's always been that way. So we see this word of truth. We see this word of life. How real it is. And that it's not easy. 
It requires more than we have. That's why we must increase and grow so that we can handle the different trials and battles and afflictions that we'll go through and chastenings that we'll go through. The Lord is righteous, so what, the reason why all of us suffer from something is because we are not perfect. Yet we can't, we can't be wicked where we say, well, okay, I'm not perfect, so why should I stop trying to sin? Or let me just continue to be a hypocrite and a fake and phone. No, that's not, that's not what the Lord shows us to be. Because that's what everybody else is doing. This road here is actually Christ, where we actually have to make an effort and be truthful and fight for change and learn these scriptures so we can start to change our way of thinking and being. Um, verse 21. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. So Christ is making it very clear here that we have to actually do the Bible. We have to actually do the commandments of the Heavenly Father and have faith in Christ. We have to be true. We have to do his word and will. Because Christ is letting us know that everyone that calls, you know, Yahweh Shai, Yahushua, Lord, Jesus Christ, um, my Savior, my Redeemer, not everyone that calls on the Lord on judgment day is going to be saved or even before but especially on judgment day when judgment for everyone is going to be there whether they get mercy and, and get saved or their sins cause their mercy to run out and they suffer judgment many will say to me in that day lord lord have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. So the Lord has shown us, man, that there's going to be a lot of whiners. There's going to be a lot of people that rather than do works, they're going to be coming with words. Yep, yep, I'm going to get it right. Did not, did not serve you, Lord? Did not serve you, Lord? Hmm, that's, that's, not, that's not the kind of question that we want to have. We want to be knowing that we're serving the Lord. Just like no one got to ask you, Hey, you you working you working for for Caesar or what? You, you know, no, I, I work. I work. Shoot, I, I get up early in the morning. I get up. I, I get home late after work. So I gotta stay a little late to do more work. So yeah, man, shoot, I'll be working for Caesar. Yeah. So how with Christ have we not prophesied in our name? How come they have questions because they they were cold or lukewarm? Because none of these people, I'm sure, the work that they do for Caesar, they nobody got to ask them. Or they don't got to ask, do I do work? They, they got all the evidence. They got all the paychecks. They got all the pay stubs. They, they there. Look at the camera footage. You see me coming in and out of work? So it says, then, then will I prophesy unto them. I never knew you. So this is a prophecy that's going to happen. Then for them will I profess on to them. So you gotta, these are things that haven't happened yet that the Lord is telling us ahead of time that, that it's gonna happen. So the last thing we want is to have something like this happen to us. This is the ultimate night. And then will I profess on to them. I never knew you. 
depart from me, ye that work iniquity. So that's the whole point that when, when somebody, like it says in 2 Timothy 2 and 19, you know, he that nameth the name of the Lord, let him depart from iniquity. Gotta gotta repent, gotta turn away from your sins, gotta identify him and put him off. Gotta fast that the Lord adds to your understanding and makes you more fruitful and fight to, to, to work on all things. Not just the things that you're good at or that you like, but your weaknesses too. This is first John two and three. It says, And hereby do and hereby we do know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. So knowing the Lord is the same as loving him, we have to keep his commandments. Hereby know we that we are in him. So again, you got, you know, brothers and people having battles because they're not, they're not serving the Lord. They, they, they're coming here for some other objective. They have some other ideas of, you know, what serving the Lord is or what they feel like doing. So then they're going to get nothing out of it. You can fool men, you won't fool Christ, and you won't fool the heavenly father. And they're the judges. And the most high appointed Christ to be the judge. So think about that. Verse 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man. So Christ is describing what the most high in him label as a wise man. So the scriptures talk about wisdom, when the scriptures talk about Christ is the most high's wisdom, when scriptures talk about being wise, being prudent, it's all saying these same things, whether it's in Proverbs or whether it's here, or whether it's in Colossians or whatever scriptures. So a wise man that knows the Lord, because what the scriptures say that the beginning of wisdom is keeping the commandments and the knowledge of his omnipotence, the fact that he's all powerful and sees all things. So you don't care about men, whether they would be close or far, you can fear the Lord. And such a man is also going to hear the sayings of the Lord and do them, whether or not brothers and sisters are around. And the rain descended. It says, and I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house on a rock. So Christ is comparing uh wise man that builds his house upon a rock and also the fact that he hears and does the work it says and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew so these are the trials the afflictions the chastening of the lord the the different trials that we go through just like gold is refined so is the servant of the lord refined by adversity and trials so when all these trials happen and beat upon that house and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Meaning that when we're truly in Christ, we're not going to be founded on uh, anything except Christ. I'm going to be founded on the Israelite group, not going to be founded upon man, not going to be founded upon our own hearts and what we think this truth is about. No, Christ is the truth, and we're being told exactly what it's about. Verse 26. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, so whether they read the scriptures, um, so it's good to say hearing comes by the word of the Lord. So when you hear true servants with the spirit of Christ in them speak the word and you still don't do them, 
the Lord say? What type of man is that? It says, shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. So whether it's to be near the water, whatever, it, it would be a foolish thing for a man to build his house upon a foundation that's not sure, which an example of a foundation that's not sure would be a foundation that's sand. The opposite of that would be a rock. You can't get a greater foundation than, a, than good solid rock. You know, your house isn't going to fall from anything above or below. Whether it's rain, whether even, you know, uh, flood, you know, you're going to be okay. I thought about the water and it doesn't do it. 